Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Trade in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. One week closer to the game of football for the Ole Miss Rebels. We've got other things we'll get into as well on a big Monday night. Harry Harrison will join us. We'll talk about the scrimmage. We'll talk about recruiting. We'll discuss a few other things. And in the Ole Miss news, I've got some things on former Ole Miss players that have happened to them over the weekend that I'd like to run into as well. Chuck Yancey, how are we doing? Doing wonderful, man. Got to see the Rebels scrimmage, the first scrimmage of the year, Saturday. And, uh, you know, got some got some good good notes out of it. Chuck, in just a few words, what's what's your overall impression of the scrimmage Saturday? That Pete Golden is the best thing to happen to Ole Miss football <laughs> since Lane Kiffin was hired. Yeah, four is four two five is the base, isn't it? Yeah, but he's he's very multiple. But yeah, it's it's normally a four man front. Which hallelujah. Yeah. Um, now sometimes that fourth guy will be a stand up guy, right? Um, and he can drop back in coverage, but which makes it a 3-4, I mean, or 3-2, or th- I mean, 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. But uh, the, the base is a 4. Oh, we're going to see some seven-man bots? At oh, yeah. Sometime? Okay, good. Yeah. Good. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, I was talking to a pro scout today. Uh, well, more than one, actually. There was about three of them standing around. We were talking at practice, and uh, they all, to a man, said, you know, they covered him when he was at Alabama, and they said – the, the best thing about Pete Golden is that he can make a complex situation very simple. Said that, uh, like Ole Miss has a very complex offense, but he breaks it down for the defensive guys where they understand it and uh, they keep it simple. And they can, and as a result, they play freely. Well, look at all Alabama defenses through the years uh, that Golden was there. If you could say one thing, it's that they played freely. They played loose. <laughs> yeah. You know, they got they after did it. that. So I liked, I, I liked that comment that that scout gave me. Five things with Yancey brought to you by the Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham has nine of them in the Mississippi and Tennessee area. Go ahead, sir. Thought number one, why does it always seem like the players who get in trouble on or off the field are always key players? Ole Miss needs all hands on deck for this dawning schedule that starts in just a few short weeks. Here is to everyone getting back on track before the start of the season. Thought number two, the pickup of Oregon State running back Jam Griffin might be the biggest addition to the team this summer. He's already running with the twos Saturday, and we all know that the number two tailback in an Ole Miss offense gets the number of carries that many number ones get. Thought number three, 
One name that I keep hearing f- about from the fall camp that is approving by the day is Xavion Harris. The 6'7", 300-pound defensive tackle shot up the depth chart and was running with the one Saturday. The Madison, Mississippi native is enormously talented and has first-day draft pro potential. Thought number four, another defensive lineman that I keep hearing big things about is defensive end Cedric Johnson. The word I'm getting is that he's playing his best ball since he's been a Rebel this spring. Keeping my fingers crossed that Cedric stays healthy. Now as the music goes on in the background here, thought number five, (laughs) one group that I still have some questions, Mark, about are the defensive backs. There are eight transfer portals within this group, and most come from smaller conferences. How will they adjust to SEC ball, and how long it will take them to make that adjustment could be the difference in a 6-7 to to an 8-9 win team. All right. This first portion of the show is also brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over I just one- hope we don't hear that song during the Alabama Ole Miss game. <laughs> Nothing would make me sick when you used to be in the stands and hear Sweet Home Alabama in the vault while you're playing Alabama. Like, come on now. That's my phone. Yeah. I don't know how to turn it on. I just have to t- <laughs> turn the power on. It just came on all of a sudden. You better call Michelle. She'll, she'll yeah, help you out. Yeah. She'll Somebody tell you how to, how to turn on the phone there, Chucky. Over 100 years of experience for First South Farm Credit in the world of agriculture and helping out your communities. They want to take you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. So 662-426-1093. Uh, is the text message line, and we already have several things coming in, so you can get in and be a part of it as well at 662-426-1093. A follow-up on Terry Warren and Rebel Rags is one of those text messages, which we have an answer, obviously, that happened since the last show, and another which is coming in about Michael Orr and things that were said today. And that situation against the two east, the blind side, and so forth. So a lot of law class possibly coming up for us in the text message world. That's fine. <laughs> I've got absolutely nothing to say about Michael Orr and the two east. I, I mean, good for them, bad for them, whatever. I mean, well, I, we can read the statement that uh, <laughs> two east just came up with that he released publicly. So that's newsworthy in itself. All right, we will take a break, come back. We'll go into the scrimmage next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com, Equal Housing Lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.CampbellClinicOxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Again, the number to get in on the text messaging is 662-426-1093. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey in studio, the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. we got a little bit of everything going on, scrimmage stuff, but I'm going to read uh, a couple of the items of business now with the Grove Collective. The mission, of course, is to enhance NIL opportunities for Ole Miss student-athletes while providing a level of protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace. It's called the Grove Collective. All right, where are we going, Yancey? Well, I mean, I guess first we'll address the Michael Orr situation. No, we got um, text messages for that. Text messages for that. Well, then yep. let's get into the scrimmage more about that before we get Harry Harrison on at 630. Chuck, uh, you know, start off with the, the running back duo there with Jam getting reps there, um, there at the second string. What, what were your impressions of, of Jam? Um, you know, f- frankly, he's kind of like what we got. I mean, yeah. I think Riscano, uh, um, Quinchon, I mean, they, they're all a similar style. Obviously, Quinchon's an All-American, though, but they're, they're, uh, one-cut guys. They've got good speed, not great speed. They've, they've got good vision, good running back instincts. All of them are pretty good out of the backfield. Uh, I think the only different back we got is Bentley because he's a speed guy. Yeah. So, but Jam's a welcome addition. He's a little shorter than the other two. He's probably five, nine. Um, Probably 200 to 205 pounds, uh, really stockily built. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a good addition. Is Rescano somebody that you feel like can contribute 
early in the season? I do. I do. Now, I don't know whether he's going to have to take a back seat to a veteran like Jam or not. We'll, they'll figure that out. But Reese Connell's ready to roll. I think they're going to be all fighting for carries. Uh, obviously, Quinchon's going to get the, the lion's share of them. Uh, and then beyond that, who knows? It's, it's just going to be who's hot that week, I think. But you need them all, right? I mean, yeah. in today's world, I mean, you need them all. And as much as Ole Miss runs the ball, I mean, they're they're yeah. running it twice as much as anybody else. Almost, it's you know, you gotta you gotta have bodies. Oh, I I agree a hundred percent. I you know I thought we were fine without Jam, but certainly Jam is is the uh, icing on the cake. I mean, uh, I wasn't one of those that said, "Well, oh, you gotta have four running backs uh, that are equal talent because." You know, who's going to – how'd they share that ball? Yeah. I don't know, though, but Chuck, maybe not equal talent. I mean, obviously that's going to be hard to get somebody's quench on, but, you know, Bentley's been hurt during his career more than he's played. So you got to have – you know, right. you get you get one of the other two nicks up, and then now you're in the situation like Ole Miss was in the Bama game last year when they could have won that game. And, you know, Quinshawn can barely even breathe when they get down there on the 12-yard line and have to use him as a decoy, then have another bat to put in there, and the rest is history. The, the whole season fell apart after that. Yeah. So another thing, Chuck, I, I'm interested in, Spencer uh, Sanders, the, the quarterback, the transfer, missed some time because of uh, academics. Was that – tell us kind of further on, on – expand on that. Well, he's just got to – he's got to pass one course to be eligible. And, uh, you know, he, so he had to miss one day to try to catch up in an intermission course. And he did, obviously, because he practiced Saturday in the scrimmage and he practiced today. So apparently his academics are in order right now, but, uh, he has not graduated. So, uh, you know, the only avenue he would have to transfer would be to go back to Oklahoma State. And he swears he's not doing any of that, that he's here and, uh, Let's roll. I know Spencer's really gotten attention of a lot of people more so than in the spring because his shoulder was hurt. He didn't get to really fully participate till that spring game. Had a great spring game. What what have you seen him seen out of him this fall? Uh, I think he picked up where he left off in spring, but you know it, this is Jackson Dart's show until he loses it. I mean, and and he's done nothing to lose it. I mean, Saturday was the first interception that Jackson had thrown. Uh, since last spring, even in seven on seven and one on ones and, you know, drills outside of team drills. So Jackson has made a, an outstanding move toward taking care of the ball better. And that's the only thing that people had that was a knock on Jackson. And so I, I just don't, I don't see Spencer moving him out unless, unless something horrific happens with Jackson, either an injury or just, Blows up and throws four interceptions. Can I ask you about the the turnover thing with Dart? He really had no true game. I mean, lengthy game experience until last season. Yeah, is the game slowing down for him? Maybe. Yes. Is that part of yes. the why why that might be happening? Absolutely, it is. And he knows the system better. Uh, he's more comfortable in his skin. He's more comfortable, uh, you know, in that offense. This is his second year in that offense. So yeah, uh, and. I think Jackson's done a good job, and um, you know everybody likes new, new, new. Well, sure. the new, the new is uh, Walker Howard, Austin Simmons, and Spencer Sanders. The old is Jackson Dart, but Jackson Dart ain't that old, <laughs> and he is our quarterback. 
the guys protecting the quarterback there, the offensive line, you reported the defensive line got the best of the offensive line. Was that more so because guys were out Saturday or the situational plays they put in from them? Right, or did so we got some concerns for a pass pro side again? Well, it was first of all, it was the second team that gave up five of the six sacks, second team offensive line. The second team defensive line is just better than the second team offensive line. That's who they were facing. The first team offensive line gave up no sacks because the tight end or the running back, I can't remember which, gave up the sack, not the offensive line. So, I mean, listen, pass protection is not just about the offensive line. Sure. The tight end has to do their job. The the running back has to do their job, particularly when the defense like Saturday uh, – there were a couple of times that Pete rushed six. Well, there's only five offensive linemen, so somebody's got to pick up that sixth guy. And on that sack, it didn't happen. The running back, which was Reese Cano, he missed the block. And he's a freshman. Quinchon missed him last year, you know. So he's got to learn. And uh, I, I don't, I don't see a big problem with the pass pro this year against um, most of the teams we're going to face. So would you say the pass pro? is farther along at this point this oh, preseason yeah. camp than last year? Absolutely, because you got four returning starters that played 13 games last year. I mean, and you got the other one is Eli Acker or Victor Kern, either one, and they've got plenty of experience. So you're talking about basically five guys that have played a lot of football in this league, in the SEC. I, don't, I, don't, I think they're going to do fine. The two offensive linemen they brought in the portal, Chuck, uh, they seem to really be gelling well with the team. Kind of span on those two guys. Well, Victor Kern uh, is a guy that can play all four positions except center. So I think he's extremely valuable. If anybody goes down, he's going to be the first guy off. He's the sixth man. Um, you know, uh, Quincy McGee, he, he can he can he can hold his own as long as he's not uh, flanked by other third teamers or second teamers as long as he's flanked by starters top line guys on our team he, he'll be just fine is there a young offensive lineman i guess several of them are young but that really bryson sanders bryson playing center yeah um his snaps are all over the place right now but he's just just learning the position i think he's going to be a stud in the future i think he might be one of our better centers for a long time maybe maybe three years starting that's big. We yeah. all know how big the center position is. Uh, wide receivers, and we'll get more into this when Harry gets on. Um, you know, we see Franklin is going to return. You reported maybe the last week before the first game starts. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Larry Simmons was back out there. We know he had been coming on. What have you seen out of the group as a whole? Uh I like them. I mean, I like Trey Harris. I like uh, Jordan Watkins. Dayton Wade's had a good fall camp. Uh, Larry Simmons is making a move. Aiden Williams, he's going to be a stud. Just give him four or five games. He'll be tremendous. Uh, Quicker than you think. And, uh, you know, we're we're hopeful that Franklin is what he's supposed to be. What about Jalen Knox? He was really coming on Jalen Knox has had a good fall camp. He's going to be in the rotation. There's no question about it. I like their group. There's no superstars in it. Uh, maybe Aiden might be down the road, but uh, but a good group, good solid group. Text messages and injuries come up next.
Can you imagine? Years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings. Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki, featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers, plus you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Text messages each and every week brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can go visit their website at ccmoxford.com. A couple of things to get into, and we'll start with uh, the one that comes in uh, that is from the 850 area code. Do you believe Michael Orr's accusations? Nancy? Well, man, none of us know the real truth. I do know that um, Sean had made a statement today, and I'll read some of the quotes uh, from that statement. Uh, first, he said, and and Gary, where, where did he make these statements? Jeff Calkins, who writes for the Daily Mississippian and hosts a uh, morning, like 10 to some odd. The Daily Mississippian? Daily Memphian. Oh. Daily Memphian. <laughs> Daily Memphian. <laughs> And, and has a radio show on uh, ESPN 92.9 in Memphis. And he said, like, every story that we have seen has Michael Orr's quotes. Yep. And so he just reached out to Sean for, not to say Sean was right, wrong, yep. or Michael was right, wrong, just yep. to get the com- conversation from a two-way perspective. So this is what Sean said. He said, we're devastated. It's upsetting to think we would make money off of any of our children but we're going to love Michael at 37 just like we loved him at 16. 
And then the next uh, statement was, we didn't we didn't make any money off the movie. The movie, too, he said. Well, Michael Lewis, the author of the book, The Blind Side, gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael. It was about $14,000 each. Next quote, we were never offered money. We never asked for money. My money is well documented. You can look it up how much money I sold my company for, which it goes on to list. They sold it for $213 million uh, for his Taco Bell fast food franchises. He said, the last thing I needed was forty grand from a movie. I will say it's upsetting that people would think I would want to make money off of any of our children, but that simply is not true. So about the conservatorship and adopting and all that, the law states that you cannot adopt someone in, when they're 18 or older. So he said, Michael was obviously living with us for a long time, and the NCAA didn't like that. They said the only way Michael could could go to Ole Miss was if he was actually a part of the family. If you're, So we asked Michael, if you're planning to go to Ole Miss or even considering Ole Miss, we think you have to be a part of the family. This is what we should do legally. So they contacted the lawyers who had told us that we couldn't adapt over the age of 18. The only thing we could do was to have a conservatorship. We were so concerned it was an up and up that we made sure the biological mother came to court. So that's kind of... He's saying that it's not true that Michael did receive an equal part of the share uh, of the movie, that they didn't try to trick him into not adopting him and giving him a conservatorship so they could control the money, that legally they couldn't adopt him. And the only way that he could go to Ole Miss still to live with them is for them to get conservatorship over the relationship. So that's Sean's point of the view. I hate it for both sides. Chuck, what do you know about the settlement in the Rebel Rags case? Uh Terry Warren and Rebel Rags won. They got a, a settlement um, from the NCAA, from Dan Mullen, from Leo Lewis, from Kobe Jones, uh, from uh, who else? There was one or two more. Um, and every one of them settled to, to not have to go to court. So uh, good for them. That was a just the blank Was Mike statement. Sheridan involved in that, too? I can't remember if Mike Sheridan, who was the lead investigator. Yeah, but I think so. The, 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 the disappointing thing from an old Miss perspective, happy for Terry. I mean, he should get what's his, what, he, what happened to him was not just, and now he's whole. But from an old Miss perspective is why didn't they join this, right? Well, they needed, this needed to become public about all the shenanigans that happened behind the scenes. Now they settle with Terry, and, you know, Terry had to look after Terry. It's not like Ole Miss was trying to jump in the boat with Terry and help him, but Ole Miss didn't defend themselves, and I think that's just disappointing. I think the public deserved to know everything that went on behind the scenes there to stain Ole Miss's reputation and for those of you that are texting about a dollar amount i don't think we need to get into that right well, i mean nobody, whether it's known that's or confidential. Not. right yeah so you know, that's part of the settlement and always is in legal activities is the, the the settlement is confidential i do i do know that in 99.9 percent of lawsuits the uh the loser has to pay legal fees and terry's were substantial <laughs> trust <laughs> me this has been going on six years right Last one, who's responsible for the Mercer 1 p.m. kickoff time? Any chances of moving it to a night game? 
not going to be moved now. No, it's not going to be moved now. But, you know, I don't know who's responsible for it. We'd like to say TV, but I heard the other day that uh, that was old Mrs. Choice. I don't know, though. I, I hate to even bring that up. It's kind of like the Tui and, and uh, mm. Orr thing. Uh, who knows what's right or what's wrong, and I hate to get in the middle of it. I mean, two sides to everything, and I, I just don't have an opinion. And we got about two minutes left. This is from the Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our Rebel Injury Report at OxfordOrtho.com. A lot of a lot of action. I don't know if I can get it in in two minutes or not, but old Miss Center Caleb Warren came back to practice for the first time this fall, uh, as well as wide receiver Larry Simmons, running back Ulysses Bentley the fourth, and sa- safety Taser Young. They were still in black, meaning no contact, but they were out there running full speed. So that's good. Uh, the ones that are out: wide receiver Jordan Watkins, defensive back J. Don Kennedy. Wide receiver Rafe Vinson, wide receiver Quay Davis, linebacker Skyler Mann um, are the main ones that are out. Uh, tight end Caden Priestcorn was held out today just for, for rest purposes. I think he probably uh, dehydrated, and they probably put him on an IV and just wanted him to rest today. Uh, safety Taylor Groves left the scrimmage Saturday. would look like an ankle issue, but he was out dressed in full go Monday at practice today. And cornerback... DeAndre Prince missed Saturday's scrimmage due to some dental work he had on Friday, but he was back at practice today, full go, full speed. Um, and we were told wide receiver Zachary Franklin, who had minor knee surgery a couple weeks ago, is projected to be back the week of the opening game against Mercer. We'll see how that goes. Questions for Harry Harrison on the other side. Hang on, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I like coconuts, you can break them open and they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
Call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've served us since 1929, 54 locations across six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Later on in the program, we'll get into the SEC and Ole Miss news brought to us by Van Atkins Jewelers, and then we'll get the good, the bad, and the ugly from Chuck, plus some recruiting possibilities out of Yancey as we stroll through the show tonight. Now, let's see if we can't find our man from the Ole Miss Radio Network, Harry Harrison, who is joining us again here a little after 6.30 on a Monday night. Hello? Guys, how are we tonight? Can you hear me well? I'm having trouble with my phone this evening. Yeah, we got you, my friend. We've got you. All right. Uh, first, I got, I got to say I'm real disappointed in you, Harry. <laughs> real disappointed because I, I, we were down there sweating like I don't know what, like we were working in a mine or a coal mine, and uh, you're sitting up in the air conditioner watching that scrimmage. That it just, should that have been. Chuck, there's two things you need to know. Number one, you need to sweat. Number two, I just played 18 holes of golf in the M Club golf tournament. I had sweated for you, me, and Yancey, and so I needed to be in the air condition for a minute. Oh, you poor thing, sweating playing golf. Uh, it was, right, it was awfully humid Saturday morning. Yeah, it was. How'd you hit them? Uh, Kenny Lyons and uh, Larry Leo Johnson and I won the tournament at 17 under. Wow! Wow! A lot of cheating going on, huh? <laughs> well, you know that you, you can never have too sharp of a pencil, Chuck. Right. <laughs> okay, so give us uh, 
two or three impressions of the scrimmage that you saw. I mean, I know you've been out well, there for a few practices as well, but, you know, the scrimmage is what we all look forward to. It was, and, and you know, I still I, I still like it when you tackle and tackle to the ground. I, I understand why you don't do that, but it's a little misleading when you don't do that. You get the thud up front. Being an old defensive guy, I was really happy to see the defense stepped it up on Saturday. I thought they came with a lot more energy. And I think some of the offensive line woes was just uh, starting center was out. Uh, starting right tackle had been demoted to second team for a little fisticuff he'd had early in the week. I thought that was probably – you know, a little bit of a problem there for the first group. And then Jackson Dart took the team down on a great drive and then threw a fade in the end zone and kind of underthrew that. The DB made a good play, and that was a first pick I'd seen him throw all fall. But that kind of set the tone. And then the ball wound up, you know, down on their end, and the second group came in. I think they got a safety out of that with a sack. But I thought the defense had a lot more energy on Saturday. I like our back end of the group, Chuck. I think it, with these transfers we've added, we've definitely upgraded our roster at the safety and corner positions. So I think we've got several guys at those positions that can play. And you can talk about the names, you know, you know when you want to. But uh, I really think that in linebackers, you know, you and I spoke one day at practice bringing some smaller guys in that can run. I think Pete Golden is looking for speed. I think he's found the right combinations, and I think it could be a, a, a bunch of different guys before it's all said and done. And you got to have two at each position. But I think he's looking for speed you know, on the outside where those guys can run. And so defensive front definitely dominated on Saturday, and it all starts up front, as you know. Harry, uh, going back to the tackling part, uh, when you played – uh, I, I, y'all didn't play touch football, did you? touch football, and the way we were called, right up through his face mask. So in today's game, that gets you thrown out about the first or second week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, um, I thought there were some good throws and catches in, in the deal. And to me, uh, all four of the quarterbacks, they showed they've got ability. I mean, Saturday wasn't a great day for, for anybody on the offensive side of the ball, but, um, I, I just think all four of those guys can, can play the game. They all have their own skill set, Chuck. I agree with you. I didn't think Spencer Sanders threw it particularly well on Saturday. I, I you know, I, I thought he missed some throws down the field. I thought two of the receivers did a did a great job uh, in getting open and holding on in traffic, and that would be Trey Harris and of course uh, Aiden Williams. Aiden made a big play about a forty fifty yard catch down the opponent sideline with a toss, and I think that was some. I don't remember if that was some Jackson or Spencer, but I think it's some Jackson Dart. They they were rotating quarterbacks pretty quick, and I was sitting up there with a bunch of M clubbers asking a lot of questions. So I had a long way to see, and those white jerseys sometimes uh, didn't show up very well, but. Uh, I, I thought I thought all our quarterbacks a little bit under duress, and you're right. With with the second string string defensive uh, line was certainly a, a better group than the second string O line, and I think that created some problems. And then when you're not tackling Chuck, and uh, you know you get sacked, and the running backs can't really do their thing. That's uh, two hand touch doesn't really give you a, a good view of, of how the scrimmage turned out. But uh, I thought it was good. I thought the defense definitely closed the gap on the offense. Coming out of spring practice, they, they had a lot to, to, to get better at, and I thought they really covered some ground on Saturday. Hold on one second, Chuck. Um, 
what we're talking about the two hand touch. Where's the fine line of of not having enough tackling to the ground, Harry, and then having well, injuries? Well, if you go out watching it. practice, they're tackling these tackling wheels, and you know that uh, even though they're rolling and moving, that's not like bringing a real guy down. You know, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that, Yancey. I, I always thought you needed to because the guy carrying the ball is going to be he's not going to be running straight up, and he's not going to be just running a straight line. So. Uh, I think you need some of that. I'm sure they're getting some tackling in. I haven't seen a lot of it, but, you know, we'll see that in the first game if that becomes an issue. But uh, hopefully against Mercer we get all the practice we need tackling. But uh, I, I just think you got to have some of that. And I, and I get, I understand the, the the fear of injury. I get that part of it. But I do think you got to have some tackling, especially in the open field. And those DBs have, uh, have got to, you know, be able to, to, to get there and, and get them down. And they're taught, they're certainly taught a different way of tackling these days just because of the, 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 the head rule and, and the shoulder rule and, you know, the targeting rule. It's, uh, I wouldn't last long in today's game, I'm sure. I've said that many times in the press <laughs> box. I'd already be tossed. We wouldn't have to go to the replay to look. But, uh, anyway. That's how we're playing the game today. That's we got. That's the rules, and that's the way we got to play by. Harry, I, I'm of the opinion, and and you know, we don't have a big sample size, and we hadn't had a single game with him calling defensive plays. But my impression of Pete Golden so far is he's the best thing to happen to Ole Miss football since Lane Kiffin was hired. No doubt, no doubt. Lane, I think, made an absolute – of all the things he did in the offseason, getting Pete Golding was, was the best thing by far, Chuck, times 10, times 100. He bring, I like his system. I like the fact of what we're doing. And he said today, I think it was today's – it might have been Friday's press conference. I'm not sure. Depends on who you're playing, what, what their scheme is, what, what you're going to line up with. But, but that base defense is having a three-down lineman and a DeAndre – not a DeAndre Prince, but a, but a Cedric uh, Johnson standing up at that outside jack linebacker, defensive end, whatever you want to call it. He's going to play run. He's going to play pass. If, if they're dropping back in the pocket, he's going to be after the quarterback. Sometimes you just got to say, let's go get the quarterback. And 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 defense brought some blitzes. I know uh, uh, one time, particular time on a sack, uh, uh, our our guy Centurion Perkins came on a blitz. Nobody picked him up. Just went right to the quarterback. And sometimes you got, you got to outscheme them, Chuck. You got to have six guys on five or five guys on four. You just got to get somebody that quarterback that can't be blocked. And and I thought he did some. He didn't do a ton of, of uh, blitzes on Saturday, but he did play with that some, and I thought that was also confused the offense a little bit. I had some pro scouts tell me today that the, the beauty of Pete Golden is that he makes complex simple, and the kids understand what they're supposed to do better under him than any coach they'd ever seen and that that allows them to play freely and i can see some of that well that that's a huge statement if somebody told you that i mean i haven't heard i've, I've met pete but i hadn't had a lot of conversation hope to have some before the season starts but you got to keep it simple you know because nobody there are not many people that are going to stand there and line up and not, not have somebody that goes in motion you know somebody's going to shift positions uh, we had a court offensive coordinator a few years ago that did that. And we had two all pro wide receivers that didn't get us very far. So you can't just do it with talent. Uh, you can't, you got to have a scheme. And so every time somebody goes in motion or you take a tight end and move them to the other side of the field, now you got to check off coverages. Things change. And so you got to keep it simple enough and you got to communicate 
in the uh, in on defense, and I think the guys are doing a good job. I think Pete's stressing that for sure that you got to have that communication because everybody's going to got to get on the same page. I mean, if you're going to blow a coverage, uh, that could be a touchdown in this league, as you know. Harry, I've 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 said in writing and said on this show before, and see if you concur with me. I don't believe we have a lot of what you would call star power, but I think we have a lot of quality athletes, probably 44 to 50 guys that I'm not scared to see in a game. And, I, and I'm not so sure if that's not a better formula these days than having three or four superstars and then a bunch of duds around them. Well, that's, that's exactly right. You, you want everybody to be able to compete, and I think we've, we've definitely upgraded our roster, Chuck, by this portal. This is the second year of really dipping hard into the portal, and I think some guys we brought in, even though none of them came from SEC teams, uh, I think we've definitely upgraded that. And so, you know, as you know and I know, when you're playing 12 or 13 games a year, there's going to be a lot of injuries and, you know, a lot of fatigue and, it's going to be some hot Saturdays, and you got to play against the Alabamas and the LSU's and the Georgias, and they're going to all have athletes, and you got to be be out there to compete. So you got to have you got to have depth. Those defensive linemen, they they can't play sixty and seventy and eighty plays. You get forty, thirty five to fifty plays out of them, you've had a good day. So you got to have plenty of those guys, and and so uh, yeah, I, I think Chuck, you know, at some point, uh, can we do we have a few stars? No doubt, but I think our basis is that we've got a good quality group across the, both fronts, and in this league, that's where it starts, right up front on each side. Amen. Harry, you mentioned the defensive backfield. Do you think it's improved over last year from the portals? I've, I've been a little concerned because most of those guys have come from smaller conferences. What what gives you the belief that this group is better than last year's uh, in the in the backfield? Well, number one, Yancey, I'm not going to be looking at three, five, eight, and five, nine guys back there. I got really nervous watching those guys. Even if you got somebody color, color, covered and you're five, eight, or five, nine, and they're six, two, the chemistry takes over, right? So we got some guys with some links. You know, they got longer arms. They're taller. They can run. Uh, that's the one thing that I like. Yeah, did they come from conferences that maybe they didn't get recruited heavily? But that's the beauty of the portal now, Yancey, is these guys have stepped up wherever they were. And I've asked a few questions about, you know, who did, who determines how, how do we get these portal guys and where do you start? And, and, and some of the recruiting guys told me that, you know, they go through and look at all this film and then they break it down and they give it to these position coach. Uh, and then it obviously runs through Lane Kiffin. But I think they've done a good job of bringing in – you know, there's a couple guys I hadn't seen much out of because they've been hurt at the time. The, the kid that came in from Tulane, he's a defensive back. Hadn't seen him practice at all yet. So, you know, I, I'm saying this as a blanket statement, but I, li- I like the, you know, the the uh, the Sean Gaddies and I like uh, the John Saunders and I like, uh, you know, the uh, the cornerback on the other Zamari side. Tamari Walton. Yeah, I like those guys. We've all now we're at six one and six two in these guys. And, and, and the game really on offense is one in the slot each and every week. If you get they got a star slot receiver, you better have a guy that can cover the slot. And, you know, besides the two corners out wide, you got to have a safety or a third corner in there that can cover that slot receiver because that's the guy that's going to hit the big plays on you. And, and I think we've improved that tremendously. Yeah, Saunders was recruited as a cornerback, and they moved him into safety to to do exactly that. Harry cover that slot guy. I think he does a pretty good job with it. I think so too. And then you got Deshaun 
the John Anthony, you know, came in there from uh, from uh, Liberty. I think he's doing a good job. Uh, the guy that you like, Chuck, is number uh, 16, Deja Young, DJ Young. Uh, he's he right there at 5'11", 6 foot, came in from FAU. He'd been in Lane's system before, and he hadn't been in Pete's system, but I think he's fitting in well. you got to have guys with some quickness. you got to have guys that can run back there, and I think we've now done better than we have been in the past. Will our starters still be the starters? Yeah, I think they will. DeAndre Prince is probably the best one of all of them. But right behind him is John Gaddy, six two corner. And, you, you know, when you start looking at corners of that size, and those guys have got to be your best athletes on the field because they've got to be able to run with those receivers. But they also got to come up and stop sweeps and turn. You know, you got to be able to tackle 210 or 50 on running back at 180 to 200 pounds. And those guys have got to be really good, uh, really good uh, uh, athletes out there. And we've got three or four of those now that can play, and I, I'm happy with that. All right, Yancey, thanks so much for being with us tonight. Thank you, Harry. Thanks, Appreciate Harry. it as right, always. Guys, enjoyed it. It's football. Thank you, buddy. It yes, is, sir. Baby. We're ready. Appreciate you, my man. As always. The Faris Group is our partner in retirement with nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. The Faris Group continues to provide our clients with an unparalleled level of service and delivered results. They have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. You can give them a call at one 327 3735 I think the biggest thing I took away is still the secondary. I've been a little bit worried about those uh, uh, players back there just because they have not played that SEC ball. But well, Harry knows the secondary. Absolutely. He likes he this does. group better. Yeah, and I, I, I trust him. But let me say this. When you lose A.J. Finley, Tajim, uh, Tajim Johnson, and Davis Nosen. You better replace them with some pretty Miles good athletes. Battle. Miles yeah. Battle, because because they were pretty good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, they weren't in a they weren't in a system that was conducive to being good because the three man front never put any pressure on the opposing quarterback. But I guarantee you, these guys are going to have opportunities to make plays on the ball in Pete Golden's system. I do like they're getting taller. When you had Young in there, Ashim with Johnson, some of the others, we were mighty short in the secondary. Yeah. So. Getting that length is going to be big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. With over 40 years of combined experience, the Tom Smith Land and Homes team, serving the Cleveland, Mississippi area, is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers. Their knowledge and expertise about agricultural, hunting, and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state. With Tom Smith Land and Homes, you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, all Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And Atkins Jewelers, the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. They're bringing a little Ole Miss news to us. As Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You know, we mentioned Breland Speaks on this program when he started playing at the USFL. The San Francisco 49ers Mm. gave him a one-year deal over the weekend to come in and play defensive line for him after leading that USFL league with nine sacks. I was just, I I just didn't understand why he was ever out of the NFL. Last played a snap in the NFL in 2019. Yeah, he's been on some practice squads. 2019, and uh, gets his shot after playing with the Michigan Panthers. Cleveland Browns yesterday signed running back Jordan Wilkins after their preseason game with the uh, Washington Commanders. They're not playing Nick Chubb, obvious reasons. Uh, He's going to be the starter. They weren't happy with what they had. Wilkins has been in 54 games, four starts all with the Colts, so he gets another opportunity. Good for him. And then the Carolina Panthers put out their first starting unit, and Jonathan Mingo was listed as a starter with the first group. Now, he did not play in their first preseason game. Most number ones aren't going to play in that. But Mingo, at this point, number one for the Panthers. He's having a big camp. He's one of the top five fantasy draft rookies at wide receiver. So, obviously, he's doing something right there in camp. And Matt Corral did play in their first preseason game, 12 for 15, no touchdowns, an INT, and 126 yards. Good to have him back out and throwing the football. I heard he was running for his life. He was. It was pretty ugly. They both were. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. I hope he gets traded. I hope he has good preseason games and finds another home where he can get on the field quicker because they're not going to part ways with Young. 
No, there. don't think so. Before we get into uh, the good, bad, and ugly, Yancey, you got some football tidbits or, or recruiting tidbits for us? Yeah, we'll go over a couple. I mean, two really big Mississippi targets for Ole Miss. We all know defensive lineman Cam Franklin, five-star guy to Lake Cormont, is going to make his decision on August the 19th. He will commit between Ole Miss, Auburn, Miami, uh, and Tennessee. You know, he visited Auburn right before – um, this last before the camp started, that was his last visit. He took a visit to Miami before that. Did not come to Ole Miss. A little worrisome there, but I know that Ole Miss is going to continue to recruit Cam like he's not committed anywhere, regardless of where he commits. The word that I'm getting is this is going to go all the way down to signing day. So just take it with a grain of salt with this commitment. It's going to go all the way. Then another big-time target for Ole Miss, four-star wide receiver Noel White out of Ocean Springs will make his announcement on August the 25th. He's Mississippi's number nine-rated recruit. And all signs and tea leaves point towards Oxford, Mississippi with Noel. He visited Ole Miss for Juice Fest and had a big time. And then an out-of-state target for Ole Miss, four-star quarterback Trevor Jackson out of Florida. Uh, reported to the Ole Miss spirit that he can make a decision as early as this weekend. He's visited Ole, Ole Miss, Pitt, Miami, Ohio State, and Central Florida over the last couple weeks. All right, good, bad, and ugly time brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. All right, the good, the Rebels finally got in pads late last week and held their first scrimmage of the fall camp. Saturday, as we've discussed, the Rebel defense got the best of the offense in the workout, creating three turnovers via interceptions, having six quarterback sacks, and only allowing the offense to score two touchdowns on sustained drives. The offense had its moments, but not enough of them to overcome the Rebel defense. That's not unusual for the defense to be ahead of the offense this early in the season, but considering this is the first year in Pete Golden's defense, and the offense has been in Lane Kiffin's system for going on four years, it was a little surprising. The moments for the offense were some nice pass-and-catch moments to a lot of different receivers and uh, something they can build off of. The bad, I'm not sure if it's bad or it's just football, but the injury list seems to be fairly substantial, even though we don't think any of them are season-ending. Wide receivers, Zakari Franklin still out after getting his knee cleaned up in August. He should be back in a couple weeks. Wide receiver Jordan Watkins is nursing a sore hamstring. Uh, linebacker Ladarius Tennyson is out with a sprained ankle. Safety Taser Young has not been involved in any contact due to a neck injury. Running back Ulysses Bentley is hobbled, as is wide receiver Larry Simmons. Both are running full speed, but they've been held out of contact. Finally, uh, center Caleb Warren is back at practice. Uh, he's been out. All every day, but not working out because of uh, a, a knee cleanup. But he was out full go today. And tight end Hudson Wolf has been cleared to play real football, obviously, because he played in the scrimmage and he's played today in full pads. So um, that's that's good news. Great news, uh, Chuck. I mean, I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't ask about it or talk about it a little bit. This, uh, suspension of Kyrie Coleman. You heard anything latest on that? When maybe he's gonna, everything's gonna well, get resolved and back on the field. It's kind of like the or and Tui thing. It's a he said, she said. Uh, he claims he didn't do what he's being accused of, and uh, indecent exposure was what the charge was filed by the UPD. 
Uh, we'll just have to let it play out and see. There there seems to be a little bit of optimism in the Rebel camp that he, he will be back and playing, but it's not going to be right now. Hopefully by the end of the week. Oh, they didn't say that. Okay. They didn't say that. Thanks to Rhino back in the studio, to Harry Harrison for joining us on the program, for you for your text messages and being with us. Another good one. It's in the books for uh, August 14th. See you next week. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.